BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence module. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Well, well, well. And here, here we are again. Oh, yeah. How's everybody doing today? Doing well. Doing well. I'm glad I don't have student debt to pay off. No shit. Oh, boy. Uh, well, you should say this. I'm glad that I didn't believe that that was actually going to happen. Yeah. Right? Not that I have debt. I don't. Biden, you liar. <laughs> you said you're going to pay off my debts. I, I, I'm at this point. I'm, I'm convinced that Biden is doing everything possible to let people know, like, you made the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much. We're going to sell you on goods, and we're not going to deliver. The man you voted for... Uh, I pretended, okay? I pretended I, I, I pretend to be him. I mean, it's like lying and saying you got eight inches down there and then find out you're a female. You catfished. Yeah. yeah. Uh, America was catfished. They were. They were. Yes. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, and there was a lot of cheating that happened too, right? There 80 was. million people did not vote for that uh, old man. Come on now, yeah. son. Yeah. Come on now, son. Dude, I, I was just, uh, as we're going, we're, we're kind of deciding, like, what are we going to talk about? we got a couple things that are is uh, yep. definitely worthy. But I was scrolling through uh, Twitter, and this this popped up, and I think this is a great idea. I'm not going to lie. It's uh, <laughs> a Brazil mayor. So a mayor in Brazil got into a fucking MMA ring to settle a political score with another person who disagreed with him. Yes. And so apparently there's two people in the political field, and they were yelling at each other about, not doing things the right way and blah, blah, blah. They decided they were going to get in the fucking ring and beat the shit out of each other and figure out, hey, let's settle this the man's way. I'm like, and there's a huge crowd. I'm like, this is fucking, I want to see Biden and Trump. That's it. it. That's yeah. it, dude. No longer have debates because yep. they're pointless. Just have them brawl it out. A fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> Bronze over brains. <laughs> I would, dude, listen, I would pay endless amounts of money to see Biden fucking in an <laughs> octagon. Like, because it would be horrible. Yeah. But this is great. It says mayor of Amazon's Borba Simwa Pixota, an ex-councilman, go at it. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. Nice guy. They've had long beef where they've been at each other's throats, and they decided, hey, the fight came after Da Silva posted a video criticizing Picoto's management of the resorts. Mm. And uh, I think, yeah, Picoto was declared the winner of the fight. Mm. But see, they shook hands and hugged each other afterwards. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not going to give anything away here, but you've been watching Yellowstone, right? Oh, yeah. I know you haven't, or have you? I have. So the new season's out, and there's this one scene. I won't say who's in it, because in case you haven't seen it, but there's a scene where uh, Kevin Costner's character is like, you need to send him out to the fucking uh, horse pit, you know, the training thing. Yeah, because they, they were having a feud. They were, they, were, they were constantly feuding, and he said, I want you to make them beat each other beat until the they cannot other. beat each other anymore. Yeah. And... Um, I will say that there is something to that where you just, you get that shit out. You fucking, you handle it like men. No, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Cause I remember my dad told me this story one time and I listen. it's my dad. He, you know, yeah. I don't know how accurate it all was, but what he was saying was that the middle school that we have up here, um, no names. Cause I don't know if, you know, it was legal at the, <laughs> but the PE teacher, if, if you, cause there was fist fights a lot more back in the day. Right. Yeah. He said that if you were fighting or something that he would take the kids up to the, another room and he had these like boxing gloves and he would say just fucking 
box. Just fucking box. Get it out of your systems. And it works. They would fucking punch each other with these fucking gloves. You know, these kids with testosterone or shit and just fucking freaking out. And then they'd calm the fuck down, shake hands, and they'd be over it. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be yeah. like... And sometimes that's what you need. You just need to get it off your fucking chest. A lot chest. of times that tends to happen. Like, you have kids that end up getting in a huge fight with each other and brawl it out. And then they end up becoming really good friends afterwards. Isn't that weird, though? Yeah. It's, just, it's not, it, though, because I think tension, right? So think yeah. about this. Say say you're you're with your wife. We're all married. We're all married yeah. men. You have those moments with your wife where oh no, where no, is this going? No, <laughs> this is not a bad thing. You're not a wife beater. No, you have moments with your wife where tensions are high. You're at each other's throats a little bit. You know, you, you're not communicating as much as you should. You know, say you're not, uh, you know, you're not engaged in marital activities as much recently for some okay. reason. So tensions are high. You're yeah. on your nerves. You know, if you give each other affection, that can wash away all that fucking tension. You know, what I mean, we get you back on track. You know what I'm saying? Like people need to release that shit that they have built up. So that was like a 180. Sort of. But it's it's about tension. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're like, I mean, everybody needs love and yeah. affection. Sex is a big part of marriage. That's not, I'm not sure code anything. Sex is a huge part of marriage. Yeah. And if you're, you're feeling like you're not connected that way, or if you're fighting a ton, you got a lot of built up aggression. Like you need to be able to vent that some way. Like that's why people say like yeah. go go box go yeah. into a box go in the bedroom and pound it out. You pound it I, out. Yeah, and yeah. You get aggressive with your dick. <laughs> there you go. You know what I'm saying? Called the dick slap, Dave. Okay. Because when you when you get out there, you're like, <sighs> yes, I feel better. Well, I no, I, better. I just I uh, was thinking that it's it's bizarre that the only way to solve that issue was to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why? That's not bizarre. I don't think that's mm. bizarre. Okay. No, I, I just I think like when it's very humanistic, I'll put it that way. Yeah, but that's that's how we've always been. Like I think that you have animosity towards people and you yeah. have this internal like fucking hate that motherfucker, dude. Like and if you get the chance to like beat it out of each other, or you get your hits, you get your fair shake, yeah. Whatever happens, happens. At the end of it, you both can be like, All right, man, that was stupid. You know, that was a good fight. Good fight, bro. Yeah. There's uh, respect earned. There's a the respect end. to it. Well, hopefully it lasts. I, I think a lot of times it does. I mean, you're still going to be annoyed by that motherfucker, right? Maybe not. I think that sometimes there's situations where there's misunderstandings and you're just angry. So they did something that you think they deserve punishment for. Mm. You deal with what you can. You fight as much as you can. Then at the end of it, you shake hands. You move on with your lives, man. Yeah. I, I think that fighting is a reason. The elimination of fist fighting, that whole like demonizing a fist fight. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's criminal because now you got people stabbing each other, fucking shooting each other. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, they just pummel each other and then they were done. It was yeah, good. we were talking about that. Like, what happened to just fighting? Like, because yeah. they fist fights. Come on, you know they just it, they've made it to be this terrible thing, and it's not good. Trust me. Like, we actually knew a kid, and you were friends with him in school that was boxing and, and oh. fucking cracked his head on the ground, and died, bro. Yeah, I that, mean that was like they were just boxing to box, but but my point is, is yeah. like anytime accidents can happen, but the ultimately it's better than shooting, stabbing. And, yep. Understand, we're not promoting like just random acts of no. violence against people. No, it comes down to this this very thing. You have two grown ass men who disagree and they were just like, let's just fight, bro. Yeah. Let's just go to the ring. We got our gloves on. Let's get this shit out. Winner, we can, you know, we'll be over it. And they I, did. And they literally are hugging afterwards, like, yeah. Yeah. And well, it's like a, you come like together, a, dude. It's fun. Yeah. And, you know, because we used to watch MMA quite yeah, a bit, right? Yeah. And so at the end of a fight, you'll either have that, hey, dude, that was fucking awesome. They come together, they, you know, embrace. Or you have, fuck you, man. Fuck you until next time. You know that? So I will say this about that MMA. Kind of I do, I, I know what you're saying. I think the majority of people have deep respect for the other person. Yeah, I think the difference yeah. between like just fighting somebody and like the MMA and stuff, they're not, they're not fighting because they have a personal feud with that person. They're Sometimes fighting. they do. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. But that's not the reason they're yeah, fighting. They're fighting for money. Yeah. They're fighting for money. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it, it, you know, when you go to war with somebody like that, it's hard not to respect the person after, regardless of the situation. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I just, I'm not condoning going out and punching people, but I'm just saying like, as a kid, you have these weird emotions and weird pent up things. And if you're aggressive, like you need to figure out, that's why kids go do boxing because they're oh, yeah. able to punch bags and get that fucking yeah. garbage out of their system. And they, they can breathe easier afterwards. Um, do you think that a majority of students want to go punch Joe Biden now? Is that what we Yeah, <laughs> I think that the, they have the some seriously pent-up rage right now. Yeah, because the students... Joe Biden, 
Um, I'm sorry if you're a college student or an ex-college student or, you know, fell in the trap, who fell into the trap of universities lying to you and telling you could be whatever you want to be and have this debt and you'll be fine. You voted for Biden in a lot of ways because he said that uh, through through the entire campaign that he was going to help relieve some of the debt. And uh, I think the he said right here, paying off your kid's student loan debt can feel overwhelming. We need a president who understands that. That was uh, October 29, 2019. Yeah. Uh, and then as of the 13th, Biden won't extend student loan relief. Yep. Now, I will tell you this. I said this before the show earlier. I agree with him. Yeah. I think that this is a smart decision. Not that I feel uh, like they deserve being in a lifelong debt. However, you, like anything, a home or car, okay, you have to understand that no money is free, right? So you have to make a decision as a human being. Do I endeavor in universities? It's going to cost me a lot of money. Yeah. You have to make the right decisions to go. Is it worth it at the end to be able to pay this back quickly, have a great career? Yeah, I was going to say most debt comes from a poor decision or it just comes from a decision in general. It's a decision, but you have to be willing to make that, like pay your debts off. Yeah, personal responsibility. You didn't have to be in the debt. But if you do, you need to pay off your choice in that debt. Yep. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not go to college. Why did I not go to college? Uh, well, I didn't care for school that much. I was going to go to a trade school. I decided not to, which I wish I would have, maybe. But I chose not to. And I, I do fine right now. I never went to school. You went to college. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you actually, I don't think you did. No. Nope. A lot of people make that decision, but you have to understand that by going there, you're going to pay twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a year sometimes. Yeah. I don't know the exact number anymore, but it's very expensive. It is. And they stretch it out. And if you file for uh, bankruptcy, guess what? That does not come off. Nope. Everything else comes off, but your student loans will not come off. So, And they push that shit like a motherfucker, They too. push it. Oh, yeah. They go, oh, are you sure you don't want to take out a loan? Come on, take out a loan. Take out a loan. Hey. Well, no, it's going to give you extra. You yeah. We're going to give you extra money, Greg, so yeah. that you have living expenses paid for. Yeah. Uh, you have to pay back. I'm sorry. Like, yep. you shouldn't have made the, That's the, That's on your parents. If you don't have parents, that's on your counselors, your school, for telling you that college is great and not giving you the reasons why. I could tell you that a Mercedes is great. Or it's just on you. Like, no, I'm just it's saying. It's on you for not understanding what you're getting yourself into. Like, But there's hello. a bigger problem. We can admit that. We can admit that the, that you're pushed with the university thing. It's the oh, only yeah, yeah. way you can survive is yeah. by going to universities. It was pushed like true. that for a long time. It yeah. was. But... You as an adult, because at 18, when you graduate, you are technically an adult. You need to understand why it's a good decision or a bad one to do so. Yeah. And if you have that, that's your responsibility. I, as a taxpayer, do not want to pay for you to get free fucking education. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nope. If I know you and I want to donate to your education, give you some uh, money towards your education, I'm, I'm, I can get that. Yep. But I, that's my decision. But, you, the, you know, like I said with the Mercedes, I could sell you on a Mercedes. I could say that's the best car in the world. It's got all these features. It's great. And you just buy one? No. You're like, well, dude, it costs this much money. 70, 80,000 bucks, $100,000. Yeah. You don't just go buy it. You have to weigh your cost. Yeah. Yep. And the return. I think that's one that nobody talks about. You go get your fucking uh, gender studies thing, and you're probably not going to pay that money back. Well, that's another thing, too. It's like, what are you contributing to society with your degree? Like, are you putting what you put, are you putting back in what you took out? Most of the time, I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. I mean, how many kids do we know? How many kids do you know, Chris, that went to college and do not do what they went to college for? Yeah. Everyone. Most. Everyone I know. Most people for us. I think the majority. Yeah. Are, uh, in fact, I saw some working at Lowe's. You know what I'm saying? Like. There you go. Uh they're making poor decisions across the board. And I'm not fully putting on 18 to me is still a a kid in a lot of ways. Yeah. But that's the way our system works. You have to, uh, I think it's been around long enough that they should know better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And there are a lot of job applications out there that say you have to have a four year degree minimum to apply for this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But, it depends on how desperate the, the fucking employer is. I agree with you. With things now? Yeah. I'm convinced that you could go to some of these jobs right now and just say, listen, I don't have a four-year degree. Okay? But what I do have is 
11 years, 12 years of this job where I've been loyal as fuck. And yeah. I will do whatever you ask. I'll learn whatever you need to. And they're going, I need help. Let's bring it on. Just say, hey, look, they don't call me Big Dick Dave for a reason. Yeah, okay? BDD. <laughs> That's on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> that is on my resume? That's yeah. a sad resume, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I got 12 years experience. And then they call me Big Dick Dave. Yeah. All right. Yep. So mm. what else you got to know? What Fucking sign me up. Yeah. What else you got to know? Yeah. I got the tools. <laughs> I got the tools to please. Yeah. I, I, I do think that when you look at these resumes, or I mean, sorry, not resumes, but when you look at these job applications and what they're asking for, sure, that's what they want. But yeah. at this point, like, I think that the market for, for good workers is so fucking low that I think there's a lot of people that would take a risk on a person who seems loyal, who seems like they would, they give their best, you know, wants to learn. Like I'd take that person on, or that just passes a drug test. Well, yeah, yeah unfortunately, that's a big part of it nowadays. A lot of people have gotten rid of drug testing because they just don't have enough people that are passing drug tests. Yeah, our company did. You know yeah. where they they don't even test for marijuana like they used to. They're just like, it's just not going to happen. It's legalization. Yep. So, uh, I just think that like you should be watching what you want to do. You should be talking with your parents if you have parents. If you don't, your counselors. Go into the community. That we, Remember, we had uh, our senior year project. Yeah. I thought it was a great idea because it, you got to do something you wanted to do. It could have been job related. It could have just been hobby related. But they forced you to go talk to somebody who does it. Like, so I built an engine. I went and I talked to a person who does that. And I learned from the guy. I asked him all kinds of questions. Like, yeah. what does this entail? Yeah, you're supposed to get a mentor. A mentor. Yeah. And I think that is a big problem is that there are very few mentorships anymore. And I think that's huge because they can tell you, hey, uh, it's going to cost you a lot to go to school, but you'll be rewarded. Yeah. Because they were they went through it. Or, hey, this is not, you know, it's a fun job, but you're going to be in debt. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it, it, what did your sister study? think uh psychology so that's i'm not being mean to her but yeah. i feel like psychology psychology is kind of one of those like yeah it's like a i'm 40. just going to a university for sure you know like, i i know a lot of women who just have psychology degrees but yeah. it's like then they typically will either go into some other form of business and then they'll get an extended education in something else so it's like a good base but it's like but why why do we even need to go that route? Why feel pressured to do it right out of high school? But I'm just saying, if you're going into something completely different, mm-hmm. why did you have to get a four-year degree in psychology? Yeah. What, is, what does that have to do with your career? Well, and that's kind of the college's bullshit way to get people to do things, too. For sure. Because they end up making you take this class in order to take this class, and that one doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what you're wanting to learn. They call it being well-rounded, and it's like... Do you need well-rounded? Sorry, I don't need to do Have that. Have you ever worked with somebody and been like, he's well-rounded? <laughs> yeah. No, you go, he does his job. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. don't care if you're a dumbass. If yeah, you can weld, you're on, bro. And he's dependable. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, that's why trade schools, I think, are so significant. Because the one that I was going to go to for mechanics was literally, I think I was going to go for a year, but the certificate, uh, getting a certificate from it was six months. Yeah. You could do other options to kind of improve what your skills were. But trade schools, I mean, my my brother-in-law, both of them, one went to uh, Prairie Tech doing instrument tech. One went as a lineman. I, I'm, I'm talking, they were, I think they were in it for like a year, year and a half. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a little more, but they make great fucking money. Yeah. And they didn't do the bullshit yeah. that, that a university would require. <clears throat> and they're young. And they're young. And they're making money right now. And they're paying, they're already, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't want to speak on their behalf, but I'm pretty sure they're knee deep into paying it off if they haven't already. Their student. Yeah. Debt. Yeah. It, it, but that's the thing. You know, I was like, oh, trade school is expensive, but it's like, you know, it's like 30 grand, you know, and you're done. 30 yeah. grand. You can pay that off. If you go right into the market right afterwards, you got a job that you are going to get money right afterwards. A lot of those trade schools find you jobs too. They, they will. Help you, they help you get into a job. A lot of them will actually make you part of your school. You're working a job yeah. as an, as underneath as an apprentice, basically. So you're getting money to pay off shit as you're going. So there's so many, so many benefits to it. But to think that Joe Biden's going to come out here and Jen Psaki comes out and says, well, if they, if they pass a bill, he'll be happy to sign it. He doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't give it. He's not fighting for it. He said it because he wanted your fucking vote. That is it. Well, yeah. it, but they do want people dependent. So how are they going to pull those strings and keep the dependency on the government? 
right? Because that's the ultimate goal is to get people, get you so in debt so that way you need help and you're looking, you're desperate for help and then the government is there to save you. So how is the government going to come save all these these people? You know what I mean? It's a bad, it's a, it's bad for optics and it's bad for you're you're basically taking some of the people that voted for you and you're turning them against you. You know, like you were saying, like there's a lot of students who probably voted for Biden saying, oh, fuck, yeah, man, I get my student debt taken away. I'll vote for this guy. But now, uh oh, mm-hmm. you're pissing off your voter base. Yeah. What's left of it? They don't care, though, because they cheated. Right. Yeah. Apparently they cheated and they got in. I mean, they want you to have debt. Yeah. They want you to have debt because if you're knee deep in debt and you're 25 years old and you're struggling, you're probably going to be on food stamps. You're probably yes. going to be getting aid. Yeah. You're probably going to be getting some assistance. I mean, that that's, I mean, maybe, but I'm just saying that's another way of dependency for sure. It's like the food stamps, um, welfare. I just, we, I just got a fucking text message right here. Xfinity wants you to know about, or uh, sorry, I'm spitting. Xfinity wants you to know about the federal government's limited time emergency broadcast or broadband benefit. You could be eligible to receive a bill credit up to $50 a month towards your fucking internet or whatever. It's like, why do I get text messages like this? I've never once used a government agency program, but they're sending it out to me like I'd want it. Trying to bait you in. Yeah. I'm just saying like there's, okay, well, what else are they trying to do? I know, but they're hoping to catch you. They're hoping to catch you at that right time where you're like, you're a responsible person. I'm a responsible person. You're a responsible person. And I think a lot of our listeners are responsible people. They work hard. They have all these nice things they provide for their families, right? But they're trying to catch you at that one second, right? Where you're like, man, shit's tight this month. Or I don't know if I'm going to have a job next month. Or whatever it is, enough for you to go like, I mean, what, it wouldn't be that bad to do this for like a month. You know? Mm, yeah. They're trying to get you to in a vulnerable position and suck you in. Yeah. And, and you and, so and once you get a taste of it, you might come back for more. Yeah, and, and, and it's always like that, bro. I, yeah. I feel like I've worked hard my entire life, but there was a period like a year and a half where I was unemployed, you know, and I was we were doing the band shit. And yeah. I was like, fuck this. I was, I'm just going to fucking ride this shit out, dude. And you get you get lulled into getting that crappy little check. Yeah. Paying what you need to and just doing your shit. How can, you how can to, I find a way to cheat this? Yeah. I mean, I won't say cheating, but yeah. it's like. I mean, to be fair, I worked, I worked for a long time before that. And I, you know, I put into that program, but they want you to be okay with, well, I'm, I'm getting by and they're, yeah. they're helping me out. I can go yeah. do my band shit. And, you know, looking back, I was young and I'm like, that was dumb. I should have just went to work, man. Get back to work. But that's a lot of people. You got to learn it. You know, you know, it's just like, Sometimes you I, I wouldn't have any way. of this shit if I was still doing that. I know people who are lifelong welfare recipients yeah, and they ain't got shit. Yep. And they never will have shit. Yeah. And to them, they're fine with it. But somebody could take your shit and you have nothing. You have nothing. At yeah, the end I was going to say, they could pull the plug at any time. Nothing's really yours. Yeah. All the shit you own is not really yours. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm so against this um, electric car movement. I mean, why would you want a vehicle that's dependent on energy? from another company and well, same, yeah, thing, yeah. same thing with gas kamala right. just came out after she went and did that stunt with the recharging the car thing where yeah i guess everything will be electric by 2050 yeah it says. to me it's like okay but if you're having um png or who is their their energy provider in california who shuts down once a year oh yeah because of these fucking forest fires They're rolling blackouts everywhere mm-hmm. so what we're just not going to be able to drive because we can't plug in our damn cars mm-hmm. fuck that like give me some gas give me some money and you don't get track you don't get to track me it's because there's there's more to it it's kind of like the covid shit and it's everything else there's always more like yeah. you get the car and you, and you bring, bring up a great point how where you know what if they shut it down what are you going to do then they're going to say, well, you all need to have solar panels and battery, like a, yeah. a place that you can store energy in your home now. That's an additional $20,000. Yeah. But, hey, you, you want to take out energy. a loan for that? It's like a generator for electricity. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you can use that. But then you have to have solar panels. Now everybody's going to be required to have solar panels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I think solar panels are garbage. I know I know there's people that have them. They look, I, they I'm look convinced horrible. that they're fucking trash. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm going to get ragged for that one. But it... <laughs> It's not like, I just don't think it's worth it. 
Like they, you know, it, at it this depends point. on the area. Like definitely not up here. It's just we're not there yet. I'm yeah. not saying the future is not. A, Elon came out with the the, the actual um, roof. You know the what's it called? Um, the shingles that are solar oh, panels. Yeah. Shingles. Yeah. He came out with this idea a while back. And uh, my father-in-law is, is in a roofing company. I show, was showing him back at the time that came out. And I was like, this is pretty cool. They're cool looking. They look nice. They're probably bloody expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, we could get there at some point. We're just, to force it down our throat when we're not there. That's like a... And the infrastructure isn't there to support anything. Well, it's like it? the Wright brothers, you know, with the airplanes, right? You ever seen those videos? The shitty planes? Yeah. yeah. Like, they're pedaling that shit. Yeah. Can you imagine at that point... Everybody in the government's like, everybody has to have a plane. And you're uh, like, I'm not ready for that plane right now. That is not <laughs> the like, plane that I want. <laughs> Wilma! It's like yeah. Fred Flintstone. That <laughs> you're forcing something to evolve in an unnatural situation. Okay? And electric yeah. cars are great in a lot of ways. They're going to be great, I think, at some point in our future. And they'll be more readily available and cheaper. But we're not there. So don't force me to do this. Well, yeah. And I like just, hot rods. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just like everything else that they're forcing people to do. I like that glug glug sound. The gluggling, you know, it's usually there's a slush well, when you're filling what was it that, up. Uh, like the, what was that movie with, garklings? Uh, <laughs> Kevin James. Um, there was a movie he came out with a while back where the, I can't remember what it was about, but he was like, the, his job was to create this. They had like a Camaro or something. Oh, yeah, him and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. They had the electric car, and his whole job was to make it sound like a real car, mm. like his actual job. Yeah, he had to create, like, audio programs. So oh. when you started, it was like, but it was a fucking electric car. Yeah. And that, to me, is like, that's fucking sad. <laughs> I think electric cars are more dangerous, because I almost got hit by one, because I didn't hear it coming. Oh. I just heard, like, well, so you need that Kevin James technology to make it sound like a freaking real car. It's, that reminds me of why have a vegan hot dog? You know, it's it's shaped yeah. like a hot dog. You want it to taste like a hot dog. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Do why it. are you making your vegan shit taste like meat? Like meat. And I will say you don't want to eat meat. Don't eat meat. Create your own shit. Yeah. I uh, there's this dude that I follow on social media. I can't remember his name. I wish I could give a shot. He's he eats weird food and shit, and he's kind of fun. He's a funny guy. But he had these chicken nuggets, bro, and they were like vegan nuggets. Yeah. They're like called like not McChickens or something. I don't know what they're. I get you. But anyways, I found them at uh, the store and they're like on sale for like four ninety nine. It's a little box. And I'm like, you I'm going to buy them because yeah. I want to try this. shit. He was like, dude, I can't tell the difference. And I was like, there's no way you can't tell the difference. Right. Yeah. So I got him. I was thinking, I'm just going to let my kids uh, try them and just see what they think. I'll try them and see what I think. And yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were all right, bro. Oh, okay. they did. They did taste like chicken a little yeah. bit. I mean, if you were to give, if I were to hand you those and just say these are chicken nuggets, you probably wouldn't say a word about it. But at the at Chris's point, why? Yeah, there is no reason. You're why. trying to mimic something that you hate. Is yeah. that not the end goal? Yeah, you hate that so much that you have voided that meat product from your life. You said, "No longer will I eat meat, but I will eat something that looks and tastes just like it." <laughs> it's almost like they value. They're undervaluing experience. And Joe Rogan has said this a couple different times about electric cars. He's a muscle car guy himself, yeah. a big car job. But he also has a Tesla. He has a Tesla. And like I said, there's no. nothing wrong with having it in the mix, bro. No. But he was saying that there is there is a difference when you drive an older vehicle, the feel of it, the, the way that you're like having to manually do shit, you know, the fucking bumpiness of it. Yeah. Th there's an experience to that you're not getting. In a Tesla. And a Tesla can go 0 to 60 in fucking amazing numbers. Yeah. Like, real fast, bro. Yeah. But is it the same as sitting in a car, you know, yeah. and having the whole fucking smell and the... No. Yeah. yeah. I will take a car that's slower than a Tesla that has all the feel of a fucking hot rod or a muscle car. I'll take that every day. Every day. Because it's like I'm a, I'm a sitting vagina in a Tesla, bro. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, it's just fucking... It's un, it's unenthusiastic. <laughs> A sitting vagina as opposed to a briskly walking vagina? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just you're not putting the work in. You know I what I mean? You. Like, you could use a fucking flesh lamp on your on yourself. Mm. It might feel great. But you have to, like, get your fucking arm workout in. That's a rewarding feeling. You, so want, you know what I mean? You want the... Oh, okay, so no you'd one. get a yeast infection. <laughs> you went with the arm I was going to go for. The that was a terrible thing. example. Yeah, you did well a sitting vagina is... Do you think, a, <laughs> in general, do you think a woman would prefer a machine do the job quickly? 
or a having the sensation of the entire experience of a real person having are you talking about sex sex oh i'm saying do you think in general the experience of actually being with someone in person having that moment is that not better than just having a you know (laughs) okay a little different than an electric car versus a real no it's not no it's not i'm saying that you're you're taking something that has no emotion yeah that can get the job done that you need car or sex or whatever it may be because it's quicker and more efficient doesn't mean it's better. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, it does not mean it's better. Yeah. Like efficiency. We've got to this thing where everything has to be no, you're, hyper. You're, you're missing, you're missing experience and connection and just work. Yeah. I think where you're going with that is the, uh, the senses, like the real car has the five senses built in yes. the smell, the fucking feel, the, the sight, everything is just a smoother. Like, I don't know. It's not necessarily smoother, but it's, it's a different experience, right? Yeah. Than something. Usually, there's more love labor into it. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like you're building that car. If you're into race cars, there yeah. you work on it. Like cars are are now are so. Well, then you you in, can't in, touch them. They're and just, just to drive it. You have to be involved in the machine. Yeah. It was an electric car. They like Teslas. They literally just drive themselves. I mean, they fucking dance. A Tesla can dance. That just is like, that's too much, bro. The doors, <laughs> too you know, oh, yeah. it's like a fucking, what are those like floppy, uh, you know, oh, yeah, it's like a transformer, things. like the green, <laughs> you know, oh, the wind thing. Yeah, that's the what a Tesla does, cars, dude. Is, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I respect yeah. it, but it's just for me, it's, there's a difference, man. I want to have real stuff. I want to have experience. And I, I, to me, a Tesla is not an experience. Yeah. This is not. Well, it's a good thing you don't have student loans. I was just, <laughs> that's where this conversation started. I was just, uh, you know, making fun of it. But yeah, I, I agree, man. I think that uh, the dependency is there. They want people dependent. So I'm I'm going to be curious to see and watch where, what does Biden do with this whole student debt thing? Does he Nothing. sucker them back in? No, he's going to blame. No, it's going to get, it's going to get canceled. They're all going to pay for their shit and nothing's going to get done about it. Well, he's going to say uh, Congress won't pass something or the Republicans are holding this up or some nonsense. For sure. It's not going to happen. This is not. Yeah. Period. No, because the, the college education system depends on the federal government for the grants and the shit that they get to operate on top of your fucking money. Mm -hmm. So the government works hand in hand. The government wants a certain curriculum so they can embed these thoughts in you and control you. They're not going to take away the funding from the thing that they have doing that. Yeah. That helps them on in return. Well, I'm just saying like the, it seems like the Democrats are doing everything that they can just to fuck. They don't care. Like they, they don't even care what their voter base wanted. Not anymore. They're just going to go balls to the wall and just fucking, (laughs) Let it up, bro. Well, part of me feels like the Democrats in general, they always place the blame on the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Like they're they're in the right oh, field, yeah. but they always put the blame on the wrong thing. It's the cops, but it's not the city council who runs the cops or the mayor who's who's in charge of the police. Yeah, force. like fucking Beetlejuice. We can agree, right? We could all agree that there could be some police reform. There could be some uh, prison reform. Yeah. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. So... There should be university reform. You said it a long time ago when you were at UW, okay, University of Washington. Oh, yeah. You were saying, I was on this campus and I went to, uh, I didn't go to Oregon, but I've been to, you know, the University of Oregon's campus is fucking beautiful. Yeah. And you look around, you're like, is this necessary? Yeah. I'm like, there's a well manicured lawn, a nice fountain, water fountain, beautiful, uh, a lot of good cherry blossom trees. This looks great. It's serene, but. I don't fucking need this. I, why am I paying for this? Is there not a way? And all that money you're putting into it is going to the football team that you may not have any interest in at all. It's going to it's going all the over cat, this. like all this, everything. And so why can't we not all decide that, hey, it's not the money. It's the fact that we have there's too many things. If you want to get a degree in something, there's too many other courses you have to take that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. There's too many buildings and facilities that are unnecessary. Why can we not talk about? The real problem, and that's these universities are making fucking bank off your ass and then claiming that they're helping you, and they're not, right? Yeah. So it's the same with the city council or the police department. Police officers are good in general. They mean well in a lot of situations in general. Are they? Is there things that we could change? Yes. But that's not on them. It's on their bosses, which are generally some 
politician or some mayor or somebody else. Yeah. In Portland is Ted Wheeler. Yep. So and judges. I mean, it's not all about the cops. It's about are you going to jail? Yeah. And who decides that? A judge mm-hmm. and lawyers and just the the state. Just quit going to universities. Yeah. I mean, is I may be wrong, but I think the whole college experience, what it used to be, isn't there anymore. No. Now you you go there to learn a bunch of bullshit that is going to cost you a lot of money that you're not going to use in your fucking normal life anyway. And along the way, you get segregated and uh, bullied ide- ideologically. Uh, you know, I don't know. I know that there are a lot of people that go to college and they have great experiences. They meet a lot of friends there. They have lifelong friends and some meet their wives or their Absolutely. husbands and shit, right? Yep. So I'm just saying, like, you do have an area where you can still meet people. There's people it, all over this world. You can meet them anywhere. I know, but I'm just saying, Chris, like it, it, it does happen. No, it's uh, dude, it, but it's, it's not worth. It's not like that's not what you're paying for. You're way- paying for ultimately is to get a piece of paper and the experience experience in your head to go get a job. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, you know, you get your diploma. It'd almost be more beneficial to limit college education to online only. no. I actually disagree. I think that, that, again, the experience of it, like yeah. back in the day, the problem is how much it costs. That's really all it comes down to. And, and the, yeah, the, and if it's it, online only, it doesn't have to cost shit. Well, but there's, but see, there's but again, tactical stuff, that, like lab work. There's stuff yeah. that you need hands-on to and actually learn. I, you know? I would be going against what I was just saying. Like part of what college was is you're you're getting, you're an, you're an adult. It's a lot of these kids' first time being away from home. Yeah. So you're thrusting kids in, in, in an environment where they have to learn and adapt. They're having yeah. to meet and, and meet new friends and discuss it's social things. interaction, social interaction. Yeah. It's uh, you get your partying out of your system. You know, you become part of clubs. I know that's not for everybody. That's not what college is for. It is. I, I, unfortunately, it is well, like it's it's a package. Disagree. It's a package deal. It's a package deal. I'd say it's part of it. It's part of it. Mm, like, I mean, listen, you, you can, can party all you want and not be in a college campus. Sure. Absolutely. But I also don't think that you should be like, I don't think school, you should make it however you want it. You know what I mean? If yeah. you want to join a fraternity, <clears throat> have at it. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's some perks. I wouldn't join one, but I'm sure there's perks to it. I don't know what they are. I have no idea. But it's it's a collective thing. You're meeting people from all over the state or even country at that point or even globally because I'm sure there's all kinds of kids. So it's yep. it's. It's like homeschool. I want my kid to be in a public school because I want them to be around kids and and have social interaction. I think it, it leads. It tends to lead to like awkward kids when you're sheltered. Well, yeah, if you shelter your kids, there's other ways for your kids to have social interaction besides going to a school. Yeah, you're right. But I think Chris makes up a good point here. This is where Oculus comes in, and we're gonna no, have the meta that's world. Not what I'm no. saying. Yeah, we're gonna learn it all. There's a thing. Oh, called, have there's it a little in my thing hands. called uh, playgrounds where kids can socially interact with each other. Okay. I, I think that I, I get what you're saying, man. I, I do. I do understand. I'm, I never went to college, so I got. I, I do understand what you're saying. It didn't mean that much it's, to me. It's not required to learn how to live. No, but I'm just college, like the but. idea was is you would go, you would be socialize, have to fend for yourself a little bit. And you're getting education on top of it. But the but it used to be relatively affordable. And you used to be able to get degrees and stuff that had good reward. Yeah. And now universities are offering so many degrees. I think that's the biggest problem is they're offering too many degrees. You know, limit the selection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep it to where it's like, hey, we, we offer trade style things. Or if you want to be a lawyer, doctors, like actual jobs that have real income coming in. You know what I mean? But if you're wanting to be a fucking psychologist or just get a degree because you just want to go party and you just need to be in a university. I mean, should that cost the same as being a doctor? You know? Yeah. I don't think so. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I I agree that colleges and campuses and stuff like that served a, a purpose at one time. I just don't think that purpose is there anymore. Yeah, I know. And then there is like just the aspect of learning environment. Some kids learn better when they actually go to school than actually just sitting in their pajamas on a prompter. Yeah. It's just like work. But what do you like think they're, from what home. do you think they're doing while they're at school anyway? I'm just saying like actually no, being hands on. Do, hands do, on. You, do yeah. you think they're getting actually hands on education? No, from I'm just saying a one person teaching a class of 200. 
when you go into a classroom and you sit down and you're in a physical location for a classroom, it's a lot different than watching it on your thing from home. Yeah. It's just different. It's just like you're watching a concert on your TV versus going to a concert. I don't know, dude. I've learned more shit by looking shit up on my own since I've been an adult than I ever did sitting in a classroom. Yeah, I understand that. It's just a different experience. I'm just saying certain kids learn differently. That's all it is. There's just not enough We get options. it. Chris hates fucking college. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm saying... I, get, I just think... It's about college, options. No, college would be good. The system that's in, that's has developed into is a piece of it's shit. It's bloated. Yeah. It's bloated. Well, it's run by the government now. Yeah, it's bloated. It's influenced by the government. So limit that shit. That's all. That's all. I'm saying. Reform the universities. They're they're fucking crap, anyways. They're they're yep. cesspools at this point, anyway. So let's reform it. And also in high school, uh, shit. Why can't we start voting on and, and sit like the, these school boards? Like kids need to have a better understanding of life when they're in high school. Yeah. Parents are, can do so much, but like, why is classes about debt and what what credit scores mean and what you know how like just life in general. Like most kids don't know how to do the laundry, bro. Seriously, like yeah. home economics used to be a, a thing. And remember, yeah. we took it. We you'd bake. You learn about laundry yeah. and soaps and shit and dumb I mean, shit. German pancakes. They're yeah. not sweet. No. <laughs> but the point is, is like there's just unfortunately a lot of parents nowadays don't teach their kids the stuff they need to go into the real world. They're lost. Yeah, we've seen the videos of a fucking lady at the car wash, or I'm sorry, at the gas pump washing her car with gasoline. That was fake video, though. I don't know. It was. I don't know. It might have been. But the point is, is have you ever seen somebody who can't pump gas in the car? I've been around people who do not know how to pump gas. Yeah. Do not understand what to do. Just like Kamala. We we watched on this show. This was years ago. But we watched a 15, 16-year-old kid not know how to open a can with a can opener. Yes. (laughs) Hello. Yes. That was a huge one. And he's like, okay, here. You ever seen one of these? What? What? Open that can with this. Oh, he was putting it flat on there, turning it all these different ways. He's like, could not figure out how this thing worked. It's because a lot of cans now have the fucking pull tab, right? <laughs> yeah. But or that, you have the automatic thing. But it's like basic shit. I mean, there's the rotary phones. Like there's parents that are getting rotary phones and be like, I will give you a hundred dollars if you can call. Yeah, I've grandma. seen a video where they did and that. And they're like, sitting there going like, they're trying to figure it out. And like, there's one where the two get like young teen boys. They're like, all right. They're like communicating. They're like, <laughs> so like if you push that thing all the way down here, and they're just doing it way wrong. Like, like they yeah. put their finger in the hole where the number yeah. is. They're like, that didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, ultimately, what it comes down to is a rotary phone is irrelevant anymore. That's yeah. more just about humor. But it's just daily life. You know what I'm saying? Daily life. You, I think that it's important to have younger siblings so that your so your your child, your kids. My oldest daughter knows what it is to have a kid, you know, like oh, yeah. she understands changing a diaper. She understands crying all night long. You're like, Oh shit. That's like, she does oh, a, yeah. she does an amazing job. And you know, you're get, you're going to be at that point too, where all of our kids, they do a great job at learning how to help and what it involves. And that will go somewhere someday. Yeah. She's always going to have that memory of like, Ooh, kids are tough, man. You know, like I was involved with my, my sister. So it, without that, it's like, Ah, fucking kids. Who cares? I'd love to have kids. Fuck five kids. Fuck it. You know, unless you have to change poopy no, diapers. Then, then it's uh, who cares? I'll just kill it. I'll have an abortion. Oh Jesus! No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's I'm a whole You're not thing. wrong. I, unfortunately, because um, now they're they're more affectionate towards kids because they helped raise one, and they're like, hey, I have a fucking little, mm-hmm. you know, little sister, little brother. But it goes right back down to having values in your home. Yeah. Having parents who want to teach the kids that shit goes right back into attending shit college. Yeah, yeah, but they're just not teaching you the things. I'd rather see kids just doing shit where they understand what it means. And in high school, if you understood what debt was truly and what credit scores were and what would happen if you didn't pay your debts off, yeah, that might maybe make you think about where you're going after after high school. It's like, wow, shit, it's expensive. Like you know. Why is it? Why are these people, the teachers, not saying like, "What do you want to be?" We did remember we used to take the little test. It would take like fifteen minutes, and it would tell you what kind of job you'd be best suited for mm-hmm. based off of your interests. You know, mm-hmm. we did that a couple times in high school. I did at least. And so, why are these teachers not saying, "What do you want to do? What kind of things would you like to do?" And if they say, "Well, I want to be a, a fucking, I want to sew," 
<laughs> you know, whatever. It's like, well, here's the deal. Um, you could do that. That'd be a great job, but it makes about uh, 15 bucks an hour. It's a, not a high paying job. Um, if you want to do that, these are the sources that you go to learn that skill. It's not going to be through a university. No. Right. Just give kids information. Yeah. I don't think they understand what real life is. They don't. Well, yeah. And when uh, I don't know how your guys at school was, but when I was in school, the whole talk of college was a, was a huge thing. And I took an accounting class in high school, but even in that, it taught you a little bit like about taxes and stuff, but it didn't teach you how to be financially responsible. It didn't teach you that, yeah, you do go do this and it's going to cost this amount of money and it's probably going to take you a good majority of the rest of your life to pay it off. And that's that, if you that, con- that concept isn't put in kids' brains. That's if you finish, though. Yeah. You could go to school for two years, have nothing to show for and it, still, still have, have a to, debt. And still have a debt you're going to have for the next 15 years. You ever see those videos of uh, the the high school kid and they get their first paycheck and the parents record it like they were? Oh yeah, it's fucking great. Like these these sixteen year olds, they go to McDonald's. How much shit comes out? Yeah, of Yeah, they work a job and they're like, "We got your first check. Let's open it up. We're gonna film you." And they're like, "Oh man, I'm so excited, man. We're gonna fucking worked a lot of hours." And they open it and taxes are there and they're like, "150 like, bucks," oh. you know. And it's like, that's, you have to have those reality checks where you're, you're, you know, the kid's like, what, what is that for? Why did I get $150 taken out and fucking tell what is taxes? What the yeah. fuck? Because that changes your mind about paying for everything. Everything's yeah. free. It yeah. does. So that's why I think people grow conservative as they get older. Cause they start to understand that, you know, they cost money. They're like, oh yeah, I'm paying towards something that I have no idea what I'm paying for. You're pissing money uh, away. We all are. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. So yeah, well, uh, too bad, students. I'm gonna <laughs> too bad, students. pay pay your debts off. I'm sorry. I, I I will say this: if you file for bankruptcy, I do think that your student loan should come off. I think that it ruins your credit score. Yeah, and it ruins. Oh yeah, you're fucked for a while. You're fucked for a long time. And so, you know, I think that you know, yeah, you should be able to take it off. And you're going to be fucked for a long time, but maybe in five, six years, if you, if you're on your A game, you can get back to a situation where you can start reaccumulating t- uh, credit and, and having mm. now the life. bankruptcy stays there for seven. Oh, it's seven. Yeah. Seven years. But at least you can get yourself back on track if you're in a deep pocket. Yeah. It's pretty gross that you can lose everything and still have 50, 60 grand in fucking student loans that you have. To pay yeah. Off. So I, pretty you wicked, know, man. Let's be realistic what we can actually do with student debt, you know, in dire situations. Yeah. Well, it goes back to what we were, what you were just saying, like, what the fuck am I paying for? Now we, it, it's the same thing. Teach your kids how to pay attention to everything. Who's, who's in charge of all that? What, what are they spending the money on being like, we've always said being more involved locally because the kids get out of school. They don't understand that. Oh, these people are, they, they want to do this, they want to do this, and they don't understand the repercussions of those actions. Yeah. And this, well, it has to do it, too, with, like, how uh, people perceive value. You know, we've seen this a lot of times, too, with, like, the low income. Like, they still will spend money in large amounts. People that have nothing will still go buy fucking Air Jordans. Yeah. You yeah. know, or they'll buy a fucking 16-inch TV, or they'll buy the new PlayStation 5. And they're poor, poor, poor. You know, and it's like I, I spent a lot of money on toys, bro. You know, like I, I like toys, but I'm also an adult and I know where our bills are and how much money we have and what, how much I can work some overtime and cover shit. If I wanted to get something, I'm in a different position. If you're dirt shit poor and you can barely feed your family and you're buying ex- stupid fucking shit, no one's taught you what that means. No one's taught you. You can't just go blow your fucking money on bullshit, bro. To look cool. You know? I've had this shirt for fucking so long. Yeah, you got <laughs> crumbs on it. It's my, it's my crumb shirt. Yeah, it's your crumb belly. I just, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's that reward system. Um, I think materialistic, the materialism world, I think people take advantage of that. Companies take advantage of that. And they go, hey, um, you want this? You can have it, but you're going to have to pay for it. Uh, a lot in credit and a lot in, um, what is it? Uh, what is the percentage that you owe after you have credit? What is that oh, called? Yeah. The, Fucking um, whatever debt is called, right? I'm, I'm brain farting. 
you're going to have to pay a certain percentage of this in interest. Interest. There you go. So, yes, it's uh, it, you take advantage of people who have nothing and you give them stuff that they thought that they could never afford and they can't afford it. Yeah. But they can buy it. But buying something and affording something is two completely different ballgames. Yeah. And that's what you're doing is you're saying, OK, poor person uh, here, you can have all the shit you want in the world, but you do not understand the repercussions of doing so mm-hmm. at the time. It's like signing a deal with the devil, man. There it is. It's great. Selling your soul. But it's also them saying that we should all have the equal. You know, you got a person who's poor and they're like, well, I deserve that. If they have that, I should get that. Like, it, that's not how life works. You know, you people that have extra money and that have incomes that are, are nice usually put a lot of work into getting that to that point. Yeah, it's about planning for tomorrow. And if you can't plan accordingly, then you shouldn't be able to. Well, you should be able to, but you have to pay for it. You have to pay the debt. Yeah. Right. Or sacrificing to get yourself in a position where you are capable of making those kind of purchases yes. down the road. So there we go. Yeah. There we go. Do you think um, this guy who took 10 COVID vaccines in one day should be able to uh, absorb some of his debt? He, he was a hero. Okay. He did this for others to save others. This is stupid. Again, in New Zealand, New Zealand's going crazy over here. They're getting poked and jabbed. New you know Zealand's New Zealand man receives <laughs> 10 COVID jabs in a single day. Who recommended that? That can't be good. I'm sorry. That can't be good. I don't think anybody re- recommended it. I think he, he just did it. He's, he was going under a nom de plume. So that way other people could say that, yes, they got vaccinated. So scroll on down. It, it explains what he did. He I was think I getting ready for those orgies. So he had to make sure he was protected. Yes. <laughs> So keep on scrolling. I think I highlighted it. There we go. So authorities believe that the man got 10 COVID-19 shots because he was doing so on behalf of those hoping to fake their way past the New Zealand's government vaccination mandate that applies to 40% of the country. Officials suspect that the man visited multiple vaccination centers on Friday and was likely paid for the shots in order to make it appear that they were fully vaccinated. So he was assuming another person's identity. And he was receiving this medical treatment. And they're saying that this is dangerous, blah, blah, blah. He put people at risk. What people did he put at risk? Well, this is what they're saying. This puts at risk the person who receives a vaccination under an assumed identity and the person whose health record will not show or will show that they've been vaccinated when they are not. Okay? That's a risk. You can't just walk around saying you're vaccinated and not be vaccinated. That's risky business. Hmm. A at New Zealand man has been labeled as quote unbelievably selfish. Yeah, they're calling after him after he selfish. received ten COVID nineteen vaccines. Yes, selfish. I say death wish, bro. Yeah, so we'll he's s- just ahead of the game. Yeah, we'll see what this guy looks like. They, they had jabs for the next seven or eight years, right? I mean, oh, you're he, right. He was just like, oh, I'll just take them all now. Yes, that's a good point. It's like a monthly payment versus an annual payment. Can <laughs> yeah. I just fucking do them all now? He just paid it all up front. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. So if you get like the lifelong one, you can just get a whole blood transfusion. Well, it's like, well, think uh, about it. Think about it. Four hours later, you're like, it's it's either one a month. So there's twelve in a year, or just take ten all up front. He took ten. Yeah, and it all is gonna wane off right at the same time. Still, (laughs) he's gonna be ultra protected for like two months. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. I don't know. I just think it's dumb. I. He, he was doing it so that way he wouldn't have to fake the COVID vaccine card. This is what I'm taking from I almost feel like he took it. But you wouldn't have to take 10. Yeah. You well, get a I card think, after one. No, well, no. He assumes someone's identity says, okay, uh, my name's David Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Here you go, Dave. Ooh, I wonder. Right. Maybe he just had a death wish or maybe he is terminally ill already so he's like i'm gonna go get this for all you guys yeah and i'm just gonna give you your cards that's what he did pretty much oh that's exactly what he did but he's not i don't think he's terminally the people he assumed their identity are actual people yes that he knew yeah Yeah. they were he was getting paid he was getting paid by them like i'll give you a 100 bucks to go to the shop for me and give me the card when you're done there you go say you're my name and then and he's a hero he's like his arms (laughs) like yeah my heart hurts (laughs) yeah 
you know. Can you guys put that into my third arm that grew? You think he was like <laughs> my fourth back? <laughs> yeah, probably. Dude. He was Fucking shaking. shaking. Well, it says he was likely paid, so they don't actually. know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but what? Why would you? There's no, I mean, there's hey, no. Hey, there are crazy fucking people that sure are right. so fucking scared. They're like, if I fake and just get as many as I can, yeah, maybe I, I'll survive this. I think what, what I've, come, <laughs> I've come to realize is that New Zealand's just like, fuck, I'm going big, bro. Yeah. 25 <laughs> person orgies ain't shit. 10 shots, fuck that shit. Yeah. What's the speed limit? 70? Maybe, maybe during that orgy, he was thinking he could just transfer the vaccine to other people. Yeah. He was thinking it's going to get in his semen. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be a fucking spreader in the positive. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's true. I'm going to be a COVID spreader. This is in my semen. Yeah. A vaccine super spreader. Why are we assuming that all 10 of these shots went into his arm? (laughs) He could have cut right into the dick. Yeah. Right into the sack. Yes. Straight into the fucking balls. I'll take five in the left testicle. I wonder how much time, I wonder how much time was in between each one in between each shot. Oh, probably not a lot. Like, if you had 10 fucking shots in a row, like, wouldn't the person giving it to you be able to see, like, man, you got some track marks on your arm. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, they arrest me for fucking drug <laughs> use. Yeah, what's that band-aid for? <laughs> uh, it's a scrape. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, we'll see. You got a lot of puncture wounds in your arm there, fella. Um, Another thing on, just, I think this is my last thing on COVID, but left is a Twitter, it's a tweet. Dr. Fauci opens up to the possibility that the COVID-19 could be making people more likely to be infected by the virus. Oh, no. So go ahead and play that. And then there's another video that I wanted you to play, too, because it's the same thing, pretty much. The first time, Mm, if it happened, that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. It was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children, which paradoxically made the children worse. One one. of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely to get infected. This would not be the first. Okay, so first of all, paradoxically, his voice makes me hurt. (laughs) Because I feel like it's painful. Secondly, (laughs) why are these two, like, what is... Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah, why is he even talking to him? What is the fucking point? You're not not you're nothing. Yeah. And quite honestly, Fauci's nothing. Yeah. Like this is two nothing burgers. Well, because remember actual- I like how if you go back and, and you like you become part of a Patreon to watch the video of this, and you watch Zuckerberg and it, he's sitting there m- motionless. He's not moving at all. Well, he's a and then all of a sudden he looks down. Like he reminded himself, hey, you got to move or you're going to look too much <laughs> yeah. like a robot. Look down. Okay, look back up. Well, remember when Zuckerberg first came out, he said that there's no way in hell he's getting this vaccine, bro. Yeah. It, it, I'm Well, because it was paraphr- Trump's vaccine. I'm then. paraphrasing, but he said that. All of them did. Okay. All, all of them said, hey, there's no way we can trust this. It's Trump's vaccine because he's pushing it too fast. I'm trying to remember exactly what Zuckerberg said. He, he said, said something like back uh, when I was a human. Well, I mean I am a human. <laughs> yeah. He did, say, he did that. say that. There's no way I am not going to get this vaccine. Not 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 not, not. Okay. So go to the bookmarks real quick because there's another just one last video of uh Fauci pretty much alluding to what's happening right now. It's right here. And this was back when he was on the coronavirus task force. And I remember him saying this. This was a, a popular video back then. Worse, and there are diseases in which you vaccinate someone, they get infected with what you're trying to protect them with, and you actually enhance the infection. You can get a good feel for that in animal models. So that's going to be interspersed at the same time that we're testing. We're going to try and make sure we don't have enhancement. It's the worst possible thing you could do is vaccinate somebody to prevent infection and actually make them worse. Actually make them worse. Hmm. But did you hear that he said that they're going to be testing both those things at the same time when they're testing people? Yeah. I don't know. It's just that his voice was way worse back then. Uh, It's the absolute worst thing you could do. Yeah. So, essentially. Well, this just in a couple hours ago. 
Kroger, which we have as Fred Myers here, but it's Kroger across the country to yeah. take away paid COVID benefits, add insurance surcharges for unvaccinated employees going oh. forward. Uh, Another one, supermarket giant strips unvaccinated employees of their benefits. Kroger says COVID-19 paid leave will no longer be available to unvaccinated employees who contract the virus, according to the company. Yeah. There's so, people within our government trying advocating to not provide health care to people that aren't vaccinated. Paradoxically. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. I, I think that's... Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I think that's where we're going, is I think that I don't know if the uh, over 100 worker mandates are actually ever going to go through, but I think that companies that are nuts are going to still do as much as they can as a righteous way of handling this. If the government's not going to do it, we'll fucking do it. Yeah. So. They're going to have issues. They're going to they're going to start raising your insurance costs. They're going to start taking away your benefits if you do get sick. They're going to cut your pay. They're going to cut your hours. Say you're a risk to be around other employees, so we can only work you for three days a week, two days a week. Insurance. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think the the governments and obviously very radical companies are probably going to push as far as they can. But I I have a feeling this uh, variant is going to expose things to the point it's going to make make it all end. We'll see. I think they're going to try to push and push and push, and the numbers and the data isn't going to support what they're trying to do at all. Not even close. Did I'd you like s- to think that. Did you guys see that December 14th is the ninth anniversary of the Sandy Hook shooting? I did see that. Doesn't it feel like that happened 20-something years ago? Felt a long time ago, yeah. That only happened nine years ago? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it sounds right, but God, that felt like that was early nineties, but or early two thousands at least, but maybe, uh, God, yeah, I'm just, I'm an old fart, I guess. Well, I know, uh, I know we got to get rolling because I know we got some things that we have to get done here. It's about that time. Yeah. But I, it was a good conversation. I, I, I do think that there's some, some things going on that sometimes we can gloss over pretty quickly because this kind of news comes and goes. And I do think that the student debt thing is, is a there's issues to it. I, I see why people are upset, but you also can't be rewarded for making bad decisions. So I'm sorry, but I think we it's time that we have discussions about like reforming certain programs and how we do things going forward and making sure it should be a law that you have to, in order to sign an agreement, you have to understand fully the risks of the agreement. Well, and there's a lot of college students. There's a know? lot of ins and outs that we didn't discuss that I'm sure that there's specific situations for each person. It's all different. Yada, yada, yada. But just in general, you made the decision to go into debt. You got to pay your debts, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's as simple as saying when you sign the paperwork to pay, you know, for student loan, that it also has to be mentioned and expressed that this does not come off with, you know, if you file for bankruptcy, um, this is how much it's going to be per month, oh, yeah. regardless of how much you make. And I think when you see those numbers in your face, when you're signing something, it might make you go, uh, maybe not. You yeah. Know. And I get it. Like shit happens. Life changes happen. Mm-hmm. So you had a plan. The plan didn't work out, but you still have that debt and that sucks. Right. It does. So I, tragedy happens. But so you know what? You, you could that. lose your job tomorrow and you are, uh, you know, faced with debt and you're a hardworking person. It, it happens to anybody. Yeah. So nobody's safe. You're and, not anything special. No what about, uh, what about the people who already paid off their debts. They did the right thing. They had three jobs. They paid the fucking thing down and they don't get rewarded anything now. Yeah. So what happened to them? So yes, that's uh, all great things to think about. Now fuck them, Greg, and their white privilege. Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) Because they had their three jobs. They were white. That's why they paid off their student loans. That's why they were able to pay the debts. Their white privilege. (laughs) Chris did a little sly move. (laughs) Yeah, screw those people. Well, we hope you guys have a uh, good couple days. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back on Friday for questions and answers. So, guys, real quick, if you have not, go check out Patreon. Check out the tiers. Sign up for that $10. Join our our Q&A. Give us a call. Have a a discussion. Just try it for a month. Yeah. You're going to get four extra episodes. Just trying it for 10 bucks. You try it. You get four extra episodes that you can call in every single one. Yep. You get discounts on merchandise. Just yep. give it a whirl. And you'll get this video right here. We want episode. more people to uh, get on there and give us give us some uh, cool information. Hell uh, ask yeah. Ask some cool questions. So, 
Chris, great show, man. Good show, dude. Raise your glasses. All righty. Until next time, sign off. Have a good one, guys. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.